It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. Wow, made it to a Friday. Welcome in Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. Friday, April 8th, final Fish Fry Friday. You want to see me at the Fish Fry tonight, St. Stephen Martyr. Come on by. I'll be there from 530 to close. Because as long as they continue to serve adult beverages, I'm going to hang around. I hate I hate it when it's the final fish fry, although we're getting closer to summer. But I certainly don't like snow in April. What's that all about? Snow forecasted over the weekend in April? I got my Hideki Matsuyama Srixon Cleveland golf hat with me today. Uh, can't play golf. It's too cold. Too cold. It's not the rain. It's not the wind, it's the temperature. And this is the time of year I get excited about going back out and playing a little golf. I'm terrible. I'm a 30 handicap. I'm awful. But there's always hope, right? And you watch Tiger Woods yesterday, you have hope. There's hope that my game can get better. But I'm not playing in 40-degree weather. I'm not playing in 50-degree weather. Give me 63 degrees and maybe I'll think about it. Eminem Cartage Hotline is open 384-1450, 502-384-1450 to join in on the conversation. Thornton's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. Don't forget Thornton's and the Louisville Urban League are excited to present a mega hiring fair featuring multiple employers looking to hire right now. Hiring fair will take place Thursday, April 14th at the Norton Healthcare Sports and Learning Center. 3029 West Muhammad Ali Boulevard. 3 to 6 p.m., bring your ID, your resume. Don't forget those two things. Those are the two things you'll need on April 14th. On-site interviews, job offers, management positions with competitive salaries, hourly positions ranging between $15 and $20 an hour, competitive benefit packages, and you can earn a chance to win a $50 gift card. Don't forget to bring your ID and resume to the Norton Healthcare Sports and Learning Center at 3029 West Muhammad Ali Boulevard, April 14th, 3 to 6 p.m. That's a Thursday. The Thorntons and the uh, Louisville Urban League bringing you a mega hiring fair. So uh, write those dates down. I'll, I'll make that announcement again a little later in the hour. So write the time, write the date, and uh, write what you need to bring. Nothing like uh, nothing like a good job fair. Happy Friday. Watched a lot of baseball yesterday, and I'm going to talk about some baseball. Watched a lot of baseball. A lot of baseball. I love the extra innings package on MLB. Now, I'm not going to be happy tonight. All right? I'm going to be grumpy old man tonight. Because Major League Baseball still doesn't put the fan first. There are... I think 11, is that right? No, 13 games on the schedule today. And that's great. Eight of them are day games. You know, you got home openers in San Francisco and Minnesota and Tampa and Colorado, Philadelphia, Yankees in New York, Detroit got a home opener. And then you got five night games. Now, I like my MLB extra inning package because I can put on the MLB mix and I can watch up to eight games at a time. Keep track 
Um, maybe I have a little money on a couple of these games, but uh, I love watching all the action while it's going on. There are two games tonight, 7 o'clock, 7.05, Mets and Washington. Mets won the opener last night. And 9.38, Houston and the Angels. Houston won that opener last night. Both of those games are on Apple Plus television. I'm not buying another service. I said this when ESPN Plus came out. I'm not doing it. And I'm kicking myself a little because a lot of Masters coverage is on ESPN Plus. I know Tony Burke has ESPN Plus. He tells me all the time, oh, you got to get this. I can't do it. All right? I've reached my limit. I pay enough for all the services I have. I got Netflix. I got Hulu. My daughter wanted Hulu. I got Disney Plus. My I got a grandson. Had to get Disney Plus. I've got Peacock. Uh, I don't pay for Peacock. Peacock Premium, again, not going to pay for it. I've got uh, Amazon Prime, Prime TV, because my wife has the Amazon Prime. We get Prime TV for uh, free with the Amazon Prime. Believe me, nothing's free. I've got DirecTV. I buy the MLB Extra Innings Package. I buy the MLB Extra Innings Package so that I can watch all the games. And here and in the past, I've been able to watch all the games. Last night, every game was on except Reds-Braves. That was on ESPN, too. So I had all the games. I know I'm being uh, a bit of a baby here. I get it. I know I'm belly aching about the wrong thing. But the MLB Extra Innings Package is not cheap. I want all the games. NFL Sunday Ticket, guess what? I get all the games. I get all the games. If there are 16 games in a weekend, get them all. Monday Night Football ESPN, Sunday Night Football on NBC, um, anything locally that's on I get, and then every other game I get through the NFL Sunday Ticket. Baseball, same thing. Get them all. Not anymore. Because all of a sudden, this season, Apple Plus is going to have, I think, Friday night doubleheaders. I think they're going to have a Tuesday night game. And I'm going to be angry about it every time. There are 13 games. All right, I can watch 11 of these games. Why am I so angry? I think this is a me problem. My therapist would tell me, Douglas, my therapist would tell me this is a me problem, right? No. <laughs> uh, who, who can I blame here, Doug? I got to blame Major League Baseball, right? I can't. It can't be my fault. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for talking me off the ledge. I okay, appreciate I'm glad it. you're down. It was, it was a single word by Douglas Wolverton, but he got me down off the ledge. Life's more important it. than that ledge. Thank you. Thank you very much. But I watched a lot of baseball last night. I saw Shohei Otani pitching for the Angels. I was all excited. First time in history this has ever happened. A guy opened the major league season pitching and batting first. And, you know, he looked great. I mean, Shohei Otani looked great last night. They lost the game. They couldn't score any runs. Houston beat the Angels 3-1 to last night. But as far as Otani is concerned, um, 0 for 4 at the plate, you know, okay, I'm fine with that. Four and two-thirds innings pitched. Four hits, one run earned, one walk, nine strikeouts. Nine strikeouts in four and two-thirds innings pitched. That's 14 outs 
nine of them by strikeout. He looked great. Uh, now, he threw 70. Well, I'm trying to figure out how many pitches he threw. I don't have that number in front of me here. Pitches, there we go. Otani threw 80 pitches. And I know it's early in the year, and these guys are all on a pitch count. Had a no-hitter going yesterday. A pitcher got taken out. I understand it. They're on a pitch count. It's a long season. This is one of 162. But I wanted to see more of Shohei Otani. Four and two-thirds innings. He's allowed one run. Nine Ks. Yeah, he's mowing them down. First batter of the game, Jose Altuve, made him look silly. Made him look silly. So, a little disappointed in the fact that Shohei he got to that 80th pitch and Joe Madden could not have ran, run out of that dugout any quicker to get him out of the game. Uh, Arizona beat San Diego last night. I know you weren't up for this one. It was a late game, 4-2 to two in Arizona. Three-run walk-off homer by a guy named Seth Beer. B-E-E-R. Just like the drink. It also happened to be National Beer Day. You cannot write this script any better. And the teams that I picked to win divisions yesterday, well, let's see how they did. Milwaukee, they lost to my lovable Chicago Cubs. The Angels, they lost at home to Houston. Uh, Atlanta, they lost to the Reds at home. The Reds ruined the championship celebration that took place before the game last night in Atlanta. They raised the banner. They uh, had the, the World Series trophy out there at center field. Big to do. Give out rings to everybody. And then Tyler Malley goes out and beats Max Freed and the Braves. Best part of the baseball day yesterday was Joey Votto being mic'd up in the Reds-Braves game. They had him mic'd up, and, you know, normally they put a mic on these guys and they selectively pull out things that they say during the game, play them later after, you know. You don't want to put a live mic on somebody who's talking to his manager or his teammates that gives away a secret or he, he uses an expletive. You can't do that. But for one inning while the Braves were batting, Joey, ba Joey Votto had an earpiece in his, in his ear and a microphone on and he was talking to the guys in the booth. Give me this every game from a player. Every game. And if Joey Votto is mic'd up every game, I'm watching every Reds game the rest of the year. Because he was glorious. Glorious. Talking to Ozzie Albies when the Albies reached first base. Telling these guys in the booth what he's doing on every pitch. I got to be here for this. I got to do this. This is what I'm looking for. This is, this is what happened on the play and inning before. It's still in my mind's eye. I should have gone here. I went here instead. The, the throw hit the runner. I'll, I'll be better with my new third baseman once I learn where his throws are going to go. Um, Joey Votto was great. And I could have listened to Joey Votto mic'd up for the entire nine innings and not had Carl Ravitch and Eddie Perez, who I think is terrible, and David Cohn, who I think is really good. Give me give me a player mic'd up for the entire game. That's all I need. That is entertainment. And if it's the right guy like Votto, 
It's overly entertaining. I couldn't get enough. He uh, he was asking Ozzy Albies about getting a gold tooth. Now, he said diamond tooth. I think he made a mistake. He said, Ozzy, should I get a diamond tooth? And Ozzy Albies, to his credit, looked at him and said, yeah, sure, whatever. And Votto warned him. Hey, Ozzy, by the way, I mic'd up, okay? Say hi to everybody. Ozzy Albies leans down. Hey, everybody, how you doing? This is what Major League Baseball should be doing more of, to connect with fans. Not taking more money to put two or three games a week on a service that very few people have. All right, here I go again, getting back up on that ledge. This is the thing MLB should be doing, connecting with the fans. The Pitchcom started last night for real. Uh, the first game of the day was Cubs and Milwaukee. And I'm watching the game, and the Cubs aren't using the new technology, the new Pitchcom technology, where the catcher has a little couple of a push-button thing on his wristband, and he can call the pitches by punching in numbers. And the pitcher has a little earpiece in his hat somewhere. He can hear a Siri-type person say, um, you know, a fastball, fastball down and away, curveball inside, telling the pitcher where to throw it. Now, the Brewers used it, and I will say this for the technology. It works. It works, and it speeds the game up because Corbin Burns, the Milwaukee pitcher, was ready to pitch. They did not need a pitch clock on Corbin Burns yesterday. He got the ball. He was ready to throw the ball. Because by the time he got set to the mound, he already had the pitch in his head. The catcher had already punched the, the numbers on his wrist. It had been relayed. His fielders, uh, the, a couple of fielders out there had the earpiece as well. They knew what was coming. He was ready to go. Cubs were stepping out. Cub batters were saying, no, no, hold on. That's too fast. So I think once the teams get used to this, A, you're going to have to tell batters, hey, you got to stay in the box here. If the goal is to speed up the game, most people believe the goal is to stop teams from stealing signs. That's part of it. I think the bigger goal here is to speed up the game. Nobody wants to watch three-hour, three-hour and 15-minute games anymore. They just don't. they got better things to do. I understand that. This – device can speed up the game, but it's only going to speed up the game if the batter will stay in the batter's box. Corbin Burns was ready to pitch a number of times yesterday. Nobody on base, right? Got the ball. He's on the mound. He's ready to go. Oh, timeout. Cub, Cub batter calls timeout. Which is his prerogative, but there's going to have to be a new rule. If you want to speed the game up, you can go to a pitch count, pitch clock. I understand that. Corbin Burns didn't need a pitch clock. The Brewers' uh, pitcher, Cy Young Award winner from last year, who the Cubs beat yesterday, by the way. He didn't need a pitch clock. All right? All he needed was the ball. Give me the ball. Ready to go. If you want to speed the game up, continue with this technology. Call sign, Call the pitch that way. Believe me, it was a lot quicker, a lot quicker than hanging numbers 
between your legs and getting you know the shake off or the okay and pitching. It was a lot quicker because the Cubs didn't use it. The Cubs said, well, maybe we'll use it later in the year. We're not ready for it yet. Our guys aren't comfortable enough yet to use it. And you know what? It was a long, much longer innings when the Cubs were in the field here yesterday. I was skeptical. I'm still a little skeptical. What happens when it's on the blink? What happens when a, a catcher punches in a number and he thought he punched in something else? Um, you know, you're going to have problems just like anything new. But right now, I'm, I'm very confident that this is going to work. But you, can, you need a pitch clock, and you need batters to stay in the box. You need a rule that says, unless you foul a ball off, unless the pitch is way inside and you have to get out of the way, you stay in the box. That's it. Stay in the batter's box. If a guy throws a pitch low and away and you don't swing, stay in the box. If you get out of the box, strike one. Don't get, don't get out of the box. All right, we'll take a break. More baseball to talk about. Reds, that was fun last night. If you're a Reds fan, I don't know if it gives you hope, but you're 1-0, right? You're 1-0. You're tied for first in the National League Central. NBA last night, we've got a couple games left here. Sunday's the final season, of the final uh, regular season games in the NBA. And I got a guy now, we've been talking about Jokic, and we've been talking about Giannis, and we've been talking about LeBron. Jokic should be the MVP right now. And I'll tell you why after the break. Also, we'll give you a Masters update. Tiger won under yesterday. Very impressive. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back, Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Eminem Cartage hotline is open 384 1450 to join in on the conversation. 384 1450. Or you can hit me up on the Thornton's text line at 502 414 1450. Any text to the show. 414-1450. Big X Golf Cards are ready. The card features Chariot Run, Old Capital Golf Club, Elk Run, Valley View, and Christmas Lake in Santa Claus, Indiana. You can play these great courses under $25 a round with the 2022 Big X Sports Radio Golf Card. Get yours today at BigXSportsRadio.com or call 812-725-1457. You can play Chariot Run, Old Capital Golf Club, Elk Run, Valley View, and Christmas Lake under $25 a round, cart included, Supply is limited, so get yours today. Uh, news within the last half hour, Jalen Withers, the four man, the forward of Louisville, will come back. He will uh, play for Kenny Payne. Kenny Payne has had great success over the years with individual instruction, with big men, with fours and fives. And um, if you're Jalen Withers, you want individual instruction from Kenny Payne. And uh, he's going to come back. He joins Sidney Curry, Mike James, L. Ellis as returning at Cardinals. Um, still waiting for official word on the coaching staff, Nolan Smith, Milt Wagner. Uh, Nolan Smith, probably a done deal. Milt Wagner, I, I'm hearing that, of course. I love all the Twitter cryptic messages by all the know-it-alls, uh, of which I've never claimed to be, by the way, saying, oh, Wait till you hear the news that's coming. Well, okay, I am. I'm always waiting to hear the news that's coming. 
Don't tell me. News is always coming, right? Something's always going on behind the scenes and will be announced soon enough. I mean, okay, I'm going to uh, – should I start tweeting out, oh, I'm hearing some things. As, uh, was it De Niro? I heard some things. I heard some things. I'm hearing some things that are uh, big things happening in the program. Pick, pick a program. doesn't matter which one. Big things are happening. Hey, something's going on in the Bellarmine program. Did I say that uh, a couple days ago? And now here we are. Justin Betts, Providence Pioneers, returning for his uh, extra year at Bellarmine University to play for Coach Scotty Davenport. Well, I had that. Now, I didn't tell you what it was two days ago, but I had it. I just didn't have the, the go-ahead to tell you. Well, then don't tell me you got something. Jeez. <sighs> I'm in a bad mood today. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Fish Fry Friday, I should be happy. Baseball is underway. The Masters, third round. By the way, Tiger Woods yesterday, he shot a one-under. And it was it was great to watch. It, was, it wasn't good to watch. It was great to watch. Sung J.M. is your current leader. He is even through nine holes today, still five under. One shot lead over Cameron Smith, who hasn't started yet. Uh, Cameron Smith is four under. Then guys at three under, Danny Willett, Jared Neiman, uh, I mean, Joaquin Neiman, excuse me, Scotty Scheffler. They're all three under, haven't started today. Uh, Corey Connors is three under through 12. He's one under today. Dustin Johnson, even through seven today, he's three under. Now, these scores are going to be good at the end of the day because the second half of the day today, the wind is coming in at Augusta by all reports. And if you want to feel good about your golf game, watch the 3 o'clock window. Watch the Masters on ESPN today. I think they're on 3 to 7.30. You'll see Justin Thomas, Tiger Woods, um, a bunch of guys that haven't played particularly well. You'll see Joaquin Neiman, who's three under. Um, you'll see Tony Finau. You'll see a whole lot of uh, Hideki Matsuyama, the defending champion. Jordan Spieth uh, will probably be finishing up his round about then. Adam Scott has a late tee time. Tommy Fleetwood. Bryson DeChambeau. But these guys are going to struggle this afternoon. They are going to struggle because weather's coming in here and mostly winds. The course is going to be faster because it's dried out now. Uh, it's going to be harder. To, it was hard to hit green yesterday all day long. It's going to be harder today, especially in the afternoon. So if you want to feel good about your golf game, watch these guys today because they are going to struggle in the afternoon session. Can Tiger win? Well, he got a break in that his Thursday session was morning, his Friday session is afternoon. Now that was a break for his physical condition, his leg. When he came off the course yesterday after shooting an incredible one under 71 in the top 10, by the way, he beat 15 of the 20 top 20 golfers in the world. Tiger beat him yesterday in the first round. Only five of the top 20 beat Tiger. He is 973rd in the world right now. Now that he hasn't played. 
So the numbers that number is sort of irrelevant. But the fact that he beat he beat 15 of the top 20 players in the world yesterday, that number is relevant. But when he came off the course, he was asked, you know, what what do the next 18 hours entail? And he said, a lot of ice. Going to have a lot of ice. So the break he got from the Masters, and they should get it because he's Tiger Woods, was, look, we're going to let you play in the morning round on Thursday, afternoon round on Friday. Now that's not a break. Now the guys that had morning Thursday, afternoon Friday, they got a bad break because the weather, if it if it comes in like they say it's going to, that's going to hurt these guys that are afternoon players today. You want to get out, get in today. Uh, J M is five under par through nine. Even on, even today, five under through nine. If he is five under at the end of this day, it would not surprise me if nobody catches us, catches him. Not Cameron Smith, not Danny Willett, not Joaquin Neiman, not Scotty Scheffler, who are all three under or four under in Cameron Smith's case, but they have to play when the weather gets tough. Can Tiger win? Yeah, I think he proved yesterday he can win. I think he proved yesterday he can win by the round of golf that he played. Uh, Three birdies, two bogeys. Uh, He called the bogey, the first bogey on number eight. Uh, He said, look, I made two mental mistakes in a row. I usually don't do that. No, he usually doesn't do that. What he proved yesterday is his golf game is fine. He can still play golf. His muscle memory, his uh, repetition, it's still there. He's still got the swing. He still knows the course, which is critical here. This is not a PGA championship. This is not a U.S. Open championship. This is not a British Open championship where you play a different course every year. This is the same course every year. And nobody knows Augusta National like Tiger Woods. So he proved he can play. The only thing left to answer is can he bounce back and play four days in a row with that leg on that course, which is maybe the hilliest course that that these guys play all year. Can he do it? Because we know he can play now. We know he can play. He had a fist pump after the uh, the the long birdie put on 16. Uh, he almost had a hole in one on one of the par threes. Recovery shots were fantastic from the pine straw yesterday for the most part. He was great. 141 tee time today for Tiger Woods. Settle in at that 3 o'clock window. And if you have ESPN Plus, you'll be watching it at 141, I would guess. Sung J.M., you know, I like Cameron Smith. Here are my golfers yesterday. I gave you my picks yesterday or Wednesday. Cameron Smith, four under yesterday. Now, he double bogeyed number one. He double bogeyed number 18. 18 played as the toughest hole on the course yesterday. He double bogeyed both of those holes, but he had eight birdies along the way as well. Eight birdies in the other 16 holes. That's pretty good. Um, He was four under. Jordan Spieth, two over yesterday. He's one under today so far. Uh, that gets him to one over, if I'm not mistaken, although uh, perhaps he gave one back again. 
Yikes. Not good. No, there he is. He's one under through six, plus one for the tournament. And then Justin Thomas, he had a tough day yesterday. Plus four. He will tee off late this afternoon at 152. Um, Yeah, plus four, not good. And, and playing in the afternoon today, double not good. Uh, those were my three guys, Smith, Spieth, and Thomas, Cameron Smith. Look, he won the players, and he looked good doing it. He had some great shots yesterday. He's a terrific putter. You have to be a good putter. You have to putt well this week if you want to win. Um, Hideki Matsuyama, not a great putter. Putted great last year at the Masters. Putted great. Didn't miss a putt inside of 10 feet. You have to be able to putt on this course. And, right, and Cameron Smith can putt. One of the reasons I liked him. Uh, but the story's Tiger. You know, normally I turn on the Masters. I don't want to see all the Tiger shots. Normally. If I turn on a major, doesn't matter if Masters, British Open, doesn't matter. Normally I'm like, you know what? I want to see other guys play. Quit showing every one of Tiger's chip shots. Quit showing every one of Tiger's four-foot putts. I don't need to see every drive he hits. This week is different. This week is different because this is a story, uh, this is a comeback story different than any we've seen from Tiger. We've seen him come back from marital problems. We've seen him come back from um, back fusion surgery. surgery. We've seen him come back from a lot of things. This is different because you can feel people pulling for this guy now. They didn't pull for him before. He was a different Tiger Woods. It was different. Maybe it's because of his kids. Maybe it's because he almost died in a car accident. He's appreciative of even being able to get out of bed, appreciative that he's alive. It's a different person now. And you can see that when he's interviewed after these rounds. He's more open. You know, you have, you have kids. Your kids are growing up. You're, you're playing golf with your son in a tournament a few weeks ago, uh, a little charity tournament. It's different now, right? He's not the guy that wants to put a dagger in you as a playing partner. By the way, Louis Oosthuizen uh, withdrew today. He is in Tiger's group. Tiger's grouping is uh, first two days, Tiger Woods, Louis Oosthuizen, and uh, Joaquin Neiman. Neiman played great yesterday, shot a three under. First time he'd ever played around with Tiger Woods. So I give him a lot of credit. He blocked out the noise. If you saw some of the drone shots yesterday, you could tell where Tiger was on the course because there were 20,000 people on whatever hole Tiger was on, and there were probably 10,000 scattered throughout the rest of the course. So when you had an overhead shot, you could see exactly which hole Tiger Woods was on because of the crowd. Neiman was able to block that out. Oosthuizen has withdrawn today, citing an injury. Um, I'm not, he was, I don't know, four over, five over, whatever he was. Um, but look, he, he, he's probably injured. Maybe he's, I think he had a shoulder issue. He didn't want to go back out there today with Tiger Woods. He's five over. He's probably not going to make the cut. You're in the afternoon with Tiger Woods. You know what, Tiger, have fun. I'm, I'm going to go on home. I'm going home to South Africa. <laughs> I don't blame Louis Susan, but I do question whether he was hurt enough to withdraw. Right? 
Now it's just Tiger and Joaquin Neiman in that group at 141 today, Eastern time. All right. Go ahead and go ahead and get out of here. Now, if you're plus three or four, it's it's over here, right? A, you're probably not gonna make the cut. And B, if you do, you're just not close enough to win. Kevin Kisner, three over, 119 tee time. Same for Tommy Fleetwood. Uh, some of the names on this on this list, these guys are tied for 50th right now. But, again, they have to play in the afternoon. Xander Schauffele is three over through seven today. Victor Hovland, three over through six. I mean, the course has gotten tougher just this morning. I mean, this afternoon's going to be brutal. This morning, it's not easy. Justin Thomas, Bryson DeChambeau will start at four over today. Brooks Kepka is on the course right now. He's three over. <sighs> Guys having tough, tough times. Worst score out there is uh, a guy named Shepard. He is 18 over. All right, let's take a break. A little NBA talk. We'll talk about the bats. They'll be on the air again tonight right here on the Big X. We'll talk about all that and more. You're listening to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Final segment of the week here on Masters Weekend. Eminem Cartage hotline is open. 502-384-1450. 384 1450, if you'd like to join in on the conversation. Thornton's text line is open as well, 502-414-1450. That's 414-1450. Thornton's and the Louisville Urban League are excited to present a mega hiring fair featuring multiple employers looking to hire right now, as soon as possible. The hiring fair will take place Thursday, April 14th at the Norton Healthcare Sports and Learning Center, 3029, that's 3029 West Muhammad Ali Boulevard, you come out from 3 to 6 p.m. Don't forget your ID and resume. That's Thursday, April 14th for on-site interviews, job offers, management positions with competitive salaries, hourly positions ranging between $15 and $20 an hour, competitive benefit packages, and earn a chance to win a $50 gift card while, gift card while supplies last. That's the Mega Hiring Fair, Thursday, April 14th, 3 to 6 p.m., presented by Thornton's and the Louisville Urban League. All right, uh, Masters update. Sung J.M. has bogeyed the 10th. So now Cameron Smith, who won't go out till 130, Sung J.M. tied for the lead at Augusta, minus four. Three players, Willett, Neiman, and Scheffler, three under, haven't started their rounds today. Also, Corey Connors is three under. He's through 12 already today. Dustin Johnson, even on the day, three under through eight. Uh, Charles Schwartzel has made a bit of a move. He's two under today through 14 to get to two under overall. There are a lot of dudes with plus on their uh, scorecard today. John Rahm, favored at the beginning of the tournament, shot a two over 74 yesterday. He's one under today through seven, one over for the tournament. I think the cut line's going to be probably three over. But, uh, again, with the weather coming in this afternoon, it might get to as much as four over. Uh, I don't think it gets to five, but it might get to four. Uh, again, we shall see. 
All right, uh, some news and notes. Uh, Justin Betts, I mentioned this earlier, he'll return for the Bellarmine Knights for his sixth year. Uh, that's big because they're, they're losing a bunch of seniors here. Dylan Penn put his name in the transfer portal. He'll be a grad transfer somewhere. C.J. Fleming, I don't think, is going to be back. Ethan Claycomb, um, I don't know if he'll come back or not. But Justin Betts, the first of those four seniors to say, you know what, I'm coming back for my extra year. That's a big uh, get for uh, Scotty Davenport. And if you missed it, Jalen Withers at Louisville has announced within the last hour that he will come back uh, for the cards. He'll be a junior. Uh, all ACC freshmen, as a freshman, uh, didn't have a great year last year, but I think Kenny Payne, with Kenny Payne in the fold, if you're a big man, you want to learn how to play basketball, I think you hang around. Sidney Curry's hanging around. Um, so I think it's a good move by Jalen Withers. All right, the Bats won last night 5-4, to four, their first win of the season. They're 1-2 and two in their uh, six-game set with the uh, St. Saint Paul Saints. They'll go again tonight, 7-0-5 first pitch, 6-35 pregame right here on the Big X. Ronnie Dawson with a three-run homer in the bottom of the eighth last night to get the win for the Bats, as I mentioned, their first of the season. It's $5 margarita night at the Bats today. Please, uh, please drink responsibly. And kids get to run the bases after the game for free. Kids get to go down on the field and run the bases. Look, it's 10 o'clock, 10.30. Not only am, is Grandpa ready to go to bed, I promise you my three-year-old grandson, he's out like a light by, th- by uh, 10.30. So let's, let's have these kids run the bases after like 1 o'clock Saturday game, right? That would make more sense to me. But that's just me. But uh, $5 margaritas tonight at the Bats and run the bases. Kids run the bases after the game. How old do you, can, can you be to run the bases? Because my wife says I act like a child. I'm 58. Can I run the bases? I can't run the bases. Can I walk the bases? Maybe I'll go out and see tonight. We'll see. All right, I mentioned this earlier. Watched a lot of baseball uh, last night. Congratulations to the, to the Reds. Now, you, you've lost Jesse Winker. You've lost a Eugenio Suarez. They'll both be in the starting lineup for the Seattle Mariners o- opener today. Uh, you lost uh, Nick Castellanos. I think the Phillies uh, end up with Castellanos. He's probably going to be in the lineup today. Still got Joey Votto. You still got Jonathan India, Rookie of the Year. Still got Nick Senzel, promising rookie from a few years ago. He's battled injuries, but he's in center field. Uh, Brandon Drury was the hero last night. Third baseman hit a, a three-run homer to give the Reds uh, a 6-1 to one lead in a game they would eventually win 6-3. to three. But impressive pitching performance from Tyler Malley last night. He looked good. Uh, he was better than his counterpart, Max Freed. Max Freed didn't look bad, but Tyler Malley just looked better. The Reds will send a 25-year-old to the mound tonight, Ravier San Martin. Now, he was 2-0 last year with a 125 ERA. He is trying to become the first Red pitcher in, I think I saw, 30 years to win his first three starts of his career. He was 2-0 last year. He'll go against Charlie Morton, the veteran for Atlanta. The last time we saw Charlie Morton, he broke his leg. It was uh, World Series, I guess, last year. Took a, took a one-hopper off his, uh, off his shin, broke his, broke his leg. And uh, had to had to leave the game. Uh, Braves, uh, of course, went on to win the World Series. Red Sox-Yankees will, we think, 
at last check at least, get underway today. Uh, 105, MLB Network, if you're interested, Nathan Avaldi for Boston and Garrett Cole for the Yankees. I do look forward to that. Um, White Sox opening in Detroit this afternoon. Uh, just a bunch of games on the slate, season openers. Texas at Toronto. I bring that game up because, A, I think the Rangers are going to have a good year and the Blue Jays. I think it's a nice little matchup. But Toronto still has a has a law where if you're not vaccinated, you can't come up there and play ball. It's still Toronto Raptors don't let you play. And the Toronto Blue Jays aren't going to let you play. This is a national uh, mandate. Now, we've already learned that the Texas Rangers are bringing everybody. So they are they're basically saying, look, our team, our, our roster, fully vaccinated. There's going to be a time this season, probably next series in Toronto. Some of these series in Toronto, we're going to see, you're going to know who's not vaccinated. I don't know that it matters anymore. It, I mean, I think it, don't don't take that the wrong way. It matters. I don't think we pay attention to that anymore, right? Kyrie Irving was a big story. Uh, he's playing everywhere now except Toronto. That yeah, was a big story. At this point, we just shrug. We just shrug it off and go, well, oh, we don't want to play, don't want to play. Uh, unless it's a big name like Kyrie Irving, I don't think we're going to pay any attention to it. We're not going to pay any attention to it. If uh, Max Scherzer, by the way, Max Scherzer is going to pitch for the Mets tonight. I thought he was going to be out a couple weeks with that hamstring. He's ready. He says he's ready to go. So Scherzer will get his first start for the Mets. Ironically, in Washington, um, I imagine he will get a hero's welcome back to Washington. But if these guys don't want to get vaccinated and, and they're not huge names, I don't think anybody's going to pay attention. I don't think anybody pays attention. Because maybe because it's baseball. But the bottom line is, if you're not fully vaccinated, you're not playing when you head to Toronto to take on the Blue Jays. Is it right? I don't know. None of my business whether it's right. <laughs> uh, all right, NBA. Last night, I'm trying to keep up with these uh, master scores because I find that fun. I find it relaxing. Uh, NBA, did you see what Nikola Jokic did last night? The uh, Denver Nuggets star, reigning MVP. Uh, the Nuggets beat Memphis 122-109. That's a nice win. They're in the playoffs. They guaranteed themselves a playoff berth. They're not one of the top teams in the West, uh, even though you know, Jokic is playing so well. They haven't had, again, Jamal Murray's been out the whole year. So when I look at the standings in the West, the Nuggets are the sixth seed right now. And they're going to be the sixth seed, which means they'll probably play, it looks like, Golden State in the first round. That's a nice little matchup. Uh, the playoffs start next week, by the way. Play in The play-in tournament is next week. Jokic last night against Memphis, 35 points, 16 rebounds, 6 assists. That's pretty good, right? Double-double, throw 6 assists in. What he did last night was become the first ever, ever member of the 2000, 1000, 
500 club. In this season, Nikola Jokic has 2,000 points, 1,000 rebounds, 500 assists. Nobody's ever done that before in, the, in, in one season. Never in the history of the game. Russell Westbrook averaged a triple-double. He did not have 2,000 points, 1,000 rebounds, 500 assists. It's an incredible set of numbers to have. Russell Westbrook didn't do it. LeBron never did it. Michael never did it. Larry never did it. Julius never did it. Oscar never did it. I don't care how far back you go. Nobody's ever done that. How is he not the MVP? And he might be now. He might be. He might have stolen it. Joel Embiid was going to be the MVP for the first 75% of the season. And then everybody started talking about Giannis. Well, look what Giannis is doing. Look at these numbers Giannis is putting up. In the meantime, we're ignoring Nikola Jokic because he's not the new story. You know, we had Embiid. Embiid was the story. Why? Because he's never won one. Giannis playing great. Yeah, but he's won a couple. Look at what Jokic's numbers are, are. Look at this. Well, he won last year. Look at LeBron. LeBron's second in the league in scoring. Well, LeBron's won plenty of times. Let's. You're always looking for the next story, for the new story. What's exciting here? What makes the needle rise? What gets us talking about the game? <clears throat> Nikola Jokic does not have us talking about the game because when you watch Jokic play, you feel like you can play. Look at him. You ever see the shirt, the, the picture when he's eight years old without his shirt on? He doesn't look like an athlete, doesn't look like a future athlete, and he doesn't look like an athlete now. He's a great basketball player. He's not going to beat you in a sprint. He's not going to jump up and get to the rim quicker than you. He's going to figure out a way to score. He's going to figure out a way to rebound, and he's going to figure out a way to get his teammates involved. And he's done that this year 2,000 times, 1,000 times, and 500 times. And nobody's ever done that before. He's got to be the MVP. And I've changed my stance on this the whole year. I'm like everybody else. I thought Embiid was going to win it. I thought Luka deserved, deserved some votes. I thought LeBron deserved some votes. Then I got to the point where I said, well, boy, I really think Antetokounmpo is, is having a great year again. And I ignored Jokic. You can't ignore these numbers. Can't do it. Celtics lost to uh, Milwaukee last night, 127-121. They dropped a third now in the Eastern Conference. Jason Tatum, load management, didn't play. Best player the Celtics have didn't play. And Milwaukee scored the last nine points of the game to win this game. They move into second place in the East. Uh, we'll see how it all shakes out. Each team's got one or two games left. So uh, we'll talk more NBA Monday when we get here. We'll know the, the uh, play-in games, and we'll know where everybody stands uh, as far as when the playoffs will start. We'll recap the Masters on Monday as well. Don't forget Bats Baseball tonight, 635 pregame, 705 first pitch right here on the Big X. I will see you Monday. Thanks for listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X.